Welcome to Course Creation Bites. Bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. I'm your host, Sam Winch. Yes, I'm the course creator with a name that sounds like a lunchtime food, and I'm here to make course creation easy. Let's get started. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about the concept of validation. And validation is really just checking that there's a need for your course. But realistically, what we're talking about and the question I'm often asked is, should I pre-sell my course? Now, I'm in two minds here. There is like a a Jekyll and Hyde situation going on. There's an internal fight because the course creator in me says, don't pre-sell. Really produce something good and solid and know that it works and beta test it and all those sorts of things and then you can sell it. The business side of me completely understands the need to pre-sell stuff. One, you make sure that your audience actually wants the damn thing before you start building it. Two, you get some cash flow so you can afford to build the thing. You see the dilemma, right? So what I want you to be able to do is walk away from this knowing some of the strategies you can use. Now, I don't normally advocate pre-selling if you've got nothing behind you. So if this is your first course that you're building, or even if it's a second one, but you know you're tight for time, selling it as in taking someone's full fee up front and then trying to produce the thing is difficult and stressful. So especially if it's your first course, you might not know what tech you're going to use yet. You might not know how long it takes you to record video yet. You might not know how to edit the video yet. All those different components can take time. And if you've taken someone's money, now that stuff is stressful because you're working to a really tight deadline. So what can you do instead? One, build a wait list. Have a a sign up area somewhere where people can come along and say, yes, I'm interested in your thing. I would love to learn more about it. I would love to be the first person to hear about it when it's launched. A waitlist gives you a warm list of leads, people who actually want your course or who have said they want your course and somewhere that you can reach out to when it's available. But the other thing it gives you is actually allows you to see if people really do want your thing. If your audience isn't willing to sign up to your waitlist even, then they're probably not going to be willing to put money on the line for the course either. So if you can't build a waitlist, Maybe you need to reevaluate the thing you're building. It's possible you're just not explaining the outcome clear enough, but really make sure your audience wants your course. If you need more than a waitlist, you could look at taking a deposit. So a bit like a Kickstarter project almost, you could say that they can put a certain amount of money down now. Um, The course will be available in the future. And by putting that first chunk of money down now, they get access to some other bits and pieces along the way. That deposit allows you to see that people are willing to put some cash on the line for something that's coming soon, rather than just putting their name on a list, which there's no risk to, right? Anyone can put their name on a list. So deposit is helpful. Now, pre-selling. If you're going to pre-sell, I strongly advise that you have your introduction and module one ready to go. There's a couple of reasons for this. One, it means that you know how long it took you to make that thing. So if it took you the past eight weeks to make module one and to get the video done and to get that stuff sorted, chances are you're not going to be able to drip feed out module two one week later and module three one week later, and you're going to put yourself under a huge amount of stress. So by building module one and your introduction and having them ready to go, and I mean on your tech platform, buttons working fully usable, by doing that, you know realistically how long it's going to take you to build the rest. 
So make sure module one and your introduction are ready to go and then you can pre-sell the thing. The second reason that I'm going to get you to do that is because it stops your audience getting cold feet. So the problem with pre-selling is it's really easy to put your money on the line and then go, oh shit, what have I done? Like, did I, did I mean to do that? What, what if I want a refund? What if this thing's not as great as I thought it was going to be? And we don't want that to happen. We want to reassure your audience and show them that they're going to be getting something really good. So by having the introduction and module one available when you pre-sell, they actually get something for their money. They get to experience your course. They get to watch the videos. They get to take the first round of action steps. They get the first part of your course. This is there to help them feel like they've actually bought something sustainable and substantial, and it's going to help them reach the outcomes that they want to reach. It will reduce that cold feet. Making sure that you've got that in place, that module one and that introduction, is not just easier for you because you know how long it takes to prep, but it's better for them too. So if you're going to pre-sell, and I understand the reasoning, I really do. Um, from a course creator point of view, I would just say, make sure you've got the first batches of content ready to go, and then you can pre-sell away. So those things are in place to help you validate your idea and make sure your audience actually wants that stuff. Remember that we're checking this because what I don't want you to do is put a huge amount of time and effort into building this huge six-month or 12-month program, recording videos and building workbooks, only to find that it doesn't sell. I've seen it happen before. Hell, I've done it before, right? I've been there and done that. Learn from my mistakes. Please don't do that. So instead, you're going to validate your idea. Now, remember, these course creation bites are about taking action. Listening to me isn't going to help you build your course. So the action you need to take today, if you haven't done so already, is to go away and validate your course idea. Create a wait list, make a system to take a deposit, or work out how you're going to pre-sell and start taking cash. Because once you've got those systems in place, you can see that your audience genuinely wants your course and it's worth you putting in the time and effort. Okay, time for all those podcasty bits. If you haven't done so already and you've loved today's episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you find most useful for you. Um, if you really love this episode, I'd love for you to either leave a review or share it among your friends. If you think it's been helpful, then I'd like for more people to know about that too. Better still, come over and find the Content Into Courses Facebook group hosted by myself, Sam Winch. It's a great place for us to connect, to ask more questions, and for you to really dig deeper into creating your own online course. There is a wonderful bunch of course creators already over there waiting to help you on your way, and we would love to see you there too. That's it for this episode, but as always, I will see you next time. <laughs>